0: There's other qualifiers before the end of the year but a lot for some reason there's like a handful that fall on danny's birthday and i'm like no it's my first birthday with you i'm not just gonna go fuck off and run 100 miles, even though that would be very like this is what the rest of your life is gonna look like
1: <laughs> this just in she did fuck off and run 100 miles so i have to tell you guys this trail tips episode is not what it normally is if you are new to the show The energy that Tori and I usually try to bring is quite a bit better than today's episode. But because we were away for Katie's wedding in August, we had to pre-record a bit and we had some questions that I did want to answer and I did want to get out, but we're notably stressed, very, very stressed. So Tori had some logistical stuff she was stressed about for the second part of her trip. Uh, in France, I was really, really nervous about taking a toddler on the airplane, all of which ended up totally fine. The, the trip was fantastic. But Baker's at an age where if he misses sleep, he is just zero fun to deal with and he's challenging for everybody that is around him. And I didn't want to take him to the, to the wedding as a total POS. So you can hear the stress in our voice. This is the day before we leave. We tackle some questions that are pretty fun. The questions that we chat about are, switching from triathlon to a 50k and kind of tie that in with if you're training for a 50k by yourself what is both the bare minimum days per week and we go through a few options and how to get your miles in and then how does that change if you want to do the race well. Uh, We also talk about getting back into running after your second kid and race selection and if you cannot get to race type terrain, how much can you do on a treadmill and how much can you do with a stroller and that sort of thing. Uh, And then, yeah, more on race selection, which is a new topic for us. And if you should find something that suits your strength or if you can go outside of your comfort zone. So when we recorded this, Tori wasn't sure if she was going to do Wham! And she since has decided to do Wham! So what we are going to do is the next episode that comes out is going to be The race recap for the 100 kers, which was myself, Katie, and our friend Tara, who's also been on the show. And I talk a bit about training leading up while you're away for that one and kind of having regular life. And then we go through how the race actually went. And then after that, going to do a full recap of Tori's sick 100 miler. Thanks for bearing with us for how this is all over the place. Please enjoy what you can from Tori and I, and find me on Instagram at Hillsport55 for photos of all of it. Every time that Katie always makes fun of me for, and I'm trying to say something different now, but I can't remember what I normally say. So I'm just going to say it's time for questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which yeah. felt awkward, so that must be different from what it normally is. Can we is. jog in a sports bra in the Cotswolds? Yes. Yes. Tarps off for sure. Hot enough. Don't even so- care. <laughs>
0: Danny, like when it was so, it was like 40 plus last week, I would try to get my runs earlier and then he would go later. So then, like, I did a I'd run with him in the evening when it was like 40 degrees on Friday. And he kept telling me, like, just run the sports bra. And like every time he says it, I just think of Katie with the whole like sports bra thing. And I just like, oh, was, like Katie would be so proud. But like, anyway, because we have this like stupid thing about like, my dream is just to be that person that runs in a sports bra. And so when Danny says it, like, seriously, I think it's just so funny. So then I sent her a video. I sent her a video Danny filmed me after the run and he's like what are you doing and I'm like I just jogged a sports bra and <laughs> he sent it to Katie. I did it I did the thing.
1: Ready? Yeah are you gonna, the, yeah. First two, the first two I'm, I'm sorry my brain is so shot right now the first two are very similar so we'll answer number one and then some of the questions or some of the answers might dribble into number two. I'm doing my first 50k in October and I've been mostly triathlon training so far this year. As I switch to a running focus, how many runs a week are critical and how many can I swap for swim bikes? My goal is to be fit enough to finish and enjoy the day, but how does your advice change if I wanted to go race hard maybe next year? And how does your advice change for longer distances? Megan. The part about this that we don't know is how long the triathlon was, which obviously would matter a little. Bit.
0: And when it finished and also Um, yeah, like, my triathlon days were, like, many, like, a long time ago, um, like, 12 or 13 years ago. Anyway, and it was a very short time period of my life. Um, I mean, I think, like, the beauty, the beauty about triathlon training is that most people get less injured because they're, it's just natural cross-training built in, so I think if you're used to it, like, you could, I don't know, you don't want to go, like, fucking from three days a week of running to six, like you could probably just add a day of running each week and then gradually phase out swimming and biking. I would actually keep a cross train of a swim or a bike in there and still have one full rest day.
1: So you are just saying three, four days a week you would go to?
0: No, like I would do, like, I don't know what she's doing now in running how many days a week she's running, but like do... Like, like let's you doing three, like have a few weeks of doing like four days a week, and then build up to six days a week of running. Sorry, five five days a week of running, and then have one of those days as a swim or a bike cross train day, and then one full rest day.
1: Yeah, I think that's actually on the higher end. Uh, just if oh, yeah, you look at sure. my goals to be fit enough to finish and enjoy the day, I think you yeah. can totally do it with four days a week. Yeah, for consistently. Um.
0: Then she says I wanted to go hard maybe next year.
1: Yeah. How would your advice change if you wanted to go hard? Well, obviously the more sports specific training kind of the better. So yeah, having one swim and one bike is great cross training and great, but you can also do a short run with a swim. But now we're talking about a lot of time, but I guess it depends on how long your triathlon was too, because you do have to sort of just build up the time on feet, which Um, I know very clearly from thinking that Ironman would have me ready for a 50k and it did not
0: no yeah no it doesn't because you need to have those back to back days for the longer runs to prepare the 50k um I I think if if Megan if you're if you're enjoying the swimming and the biking stuff keep it keep it because it's going to be a good like injury prevention cross-training piece but it's obviously not your focus. And so I think if you have a swim or a bike one day a week, um, that's really beneficial because most people don't like, or I don't, a lot of people
1: don't like, if they love running, they don't like not running. Yeah, I think... Our answer then is for minimum to enjoy the day three or four, and you could rotate that if you really wanted to, if you really liked biking and swimming, but focusing on getting some long runs in the type of terrain you're going to be racing on and back to backs. So don't go out and do four kind of triathlon specific road speed works. Keep One or two of those, but definitely try to get into the type of trails you're going to be racing on and try to have a few longer ish, Days bare minimum 220 miles, I guess. Tori, what do you think about bare minimum?
0: Well, you when you when you train your legs for an ultra, like the main difference I'm finding is like the back to back days. So you have like your biggest day on one of the days, and then your second biggest
1: day of the week on the next day, back to back. Totally. But as far as the okay so I'm first of all hold on the reason this is kind of confusing because the next question is how many long runs do I need to be prepared if I'm making my own program for a 50k so if you are doing long runs but let's say those are back-to-back weekends then how many big weekends would you say is minimum in a build to be ready for a 50k if you have either a triathlon base or a 30 to 40 mile week base um
0: I I I mean minimum 3 but ideally three 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 chunks of 3 like three back-to-back weekends yeah with rest periods in between but like minimum minimum 3 over a build and then a taper
1: yeah okay so I kind of agree I would say having at least one where you get to even like an 18 miles on a Saturday, 10 miles on the Sunday. Try to convert that in my brain because I think these people are both American. But doing that and then the next weekend pushing it a little bit and then having a down week and then having another week where you kind of do your biggest weekend and then tapering in. So like Tori said, having rest in between.
0: Yeah, I like doing three the something I've been doing um in the like in the last few years or maybe just in the last year since I've been running more is um timing my peak weeks or timing my down week, um, with the week before my period. And it's like the best. So if you do get a regular period, um, yeah, it's nice to time your down weeks, like right when, right before you bleed or like, for me, that's, that's my pattern. And that's when I feel the worst and the most fatigued. And then right when I start bleeding and right when my period's done hormonally, that's like whatever phase it is, that's when I feel the strongest.
1: Yeah. If you can fit that in, that would be great. I'm finding that when I'm building schedules for people, trying to match it around that plus other races that they want to do. plus Yeah. Their yeah. No, like when you're, when
0: you're doing it for yourself, like if you're self making your program, it's way easier
1: to do it that way. For sure, because I think then you can plan, look at races ahead of time too, and decide how you're going to do that. But anyways, that's a whole other kind of worms. But I guess essentially, the more kind of long weekends you have, it doesn't have to be huge, hard efforts, but it's just getting your body used to being on your feet for that amount of time. So yeah, yeah, I mean, you can have the bare minimum, but it's going to get more fun and more comfortable not necessarily for a performance aspect, but just to feel like the 50K is fun and not torturous. Focusing on those weekends a little bit more than just the bare minimum, I think usually just helps to feel good. Yeah. And if Megan wants to go
0: hard next year, like the advice would change. I would actually still want to do like one, it sounds like she does like the swimming and biking. So like if you can fit it in as cross training, I think that's longevity piece and that's going to help you know, prevent injury over like the long-term. Okay. So let's actually answer that
1: part of the question. How does your advice change if you want to go hard next year? So I guess if you are switching from triathlon to a 50 K that you want to do really well at, first of all, how much time would you give yourself to switch to ultra specific training? Like to gradually incorporate more running days, you mean? Yeah. So, what? Two months, three months. Let's really break it down and kind of. I would. You could probably just do it in six weeks or four to six weeks. You just like I would just like add a day each week. Okay, so let's say six because if you do a triathlon, you're first of all you're gonna have to recover from that before you start building up your running. Yeah. Our next sponsor has a product I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 from Athletic Greens because I've been searching for a green powder to take the weeks leading up to races and for recovery and during long run training because I can't take as many fruit and vegetables in as I'd like for obvious reasons for a long time. And AG1 was the only one that actually tastes good. So with one delicious scoop, you're absorbing 75 high quality and vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens. And this blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, all of the things. It is definitely lifestyle-friendly, whether you're vegan, paleo, dairy-free, or gluten-free. So it's less than $3 a day, which is 100% way less than the oatmeal milk latte I'm having every day. And it is recommended by professional athletes from around the world. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, plus five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com backslash trwp. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash trwp for Trail Running Women podcast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance.
0: Yeah. You want five days. You're really only adding in two days a week. I'm assuming with triathlon training, you're, you're running three days a week because that's my memory.
1: So you're only really adding in two more days a week and keeping one of those days of cross training day. Yeah. And I still think if you can't make time for that, or cross training is more important to you than adding the mileage on the Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Frequency versus length. I guess for this, I would want some long runs. So.
0: Yeah. And then having like your back-to-back long runs, like
1: having those with no cross training in them. And then the details. So the course selection that you pick, if it's a really hilly course, maybe swapping out, like adding a hike day instead of one of your swim days or something like that, and just trying to think about what type of fitness you need for your particular ultra.
0: Yeah, don't do like a long run of 20 miles on flat if
1: your course has 5,000 meters of gain. Clear as mud. That was kind of mumbled, but those two questions were so simple, similar. I didn't know how to... Anyways, I think we answered them both. Okay, number three. Hey, Hillary, I'm getting back to running after my second kid. I ran through my pregnancy and maintained a strong level of fitness. I'm three months post-baby, and I want to train for a trail race in spring 2023. With two kids now, my time is limited, and I do a lot of running on the treadmill and road gravel trail in my neighborhood, often with the little one being pushed in tow. I'm feeling super strong, and yet I'm being careful not to push too hard. Any suggestions on races in the spring? Any general training plan suggestions based on the goal of a spring race? Ashley, and she's Poco Lower Mainland. Okay, so if we break this down, three months. Three months is still pretty early, actually. For spring 2023, what are we now? Summer 2022. I would be really gentle for another three months even, and do more pelvic floor strength type stuff than I would running and prepare your body for a build starting in November. I think the new guidelines are like six months-ish to feel totally normal. My experience was three months was too soon to really start building for something. So that's just my abundance of caution because I know these things can feel better and then come back to haunt you later. And we've seen it with friends of ours happen multiple times, just because the body does change so much and getting back to normal that being said everybody's different and does their own thing so that's just from experience as for races i guess you want something that is more ish runnable unless you are willing to hike with your baby in your backpack too tori what do you think about races in the spring or in the lower mainland um what distance is she looking for just says trail race. Oh my God. I don't even know. I'm drawing so many blanks. Okay. So here, I'm going to plug Corey. I'm going to say go to run. Totally. But run guides is awesome for this. Cause you yeah. can just cruise by month and location. Yeah. And I would just find something to do that doesn't add too much stress because then you're going to have two kids. You know what having a one-year-old is like. Um, so what is a fun thing you can do together? If you really enjoy the stroller running on the gravel flat roads, then pick a more runnable race look for something with not too much elevation if you can go hike the gross grind on mat leave with your baby in your backpack that was so much fun that I did with Baker that helped me get ready for whatever kind of race Um, and was more gentle on the pelvic floor too instead of the pounding so yeah I kind of think you've got enough time to be thinking about this that the world is your oyster also the borders open there's a lot down on the coast it might be a fun family event to go travel to one of these things and kind of rain get shadow rain yeah shadow. the rain shadow ones are really fun sun mountain would be
0: great but that's it's not, it might be too long like if she wants like something that's like a trail race it doesn't
1: necessarily mean it's an ultra totally but if you did want a 50k the sun mountain 50k is such a fun family kind of event that i would suggest that one all the rain shadow ones are so good yeah. Actually, so I think that I think that's our
0: suggestion. Go go to the coast.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think if I there's anything else.
0: I don't know what like other than um Coast Mountain Trail Series. I don't know what else. Oh, Jenny
1: Quilties. So the other one, um Fraser oh, okay. Valley Trail Races, and she has got a lot more shorter options. Does she have spring stuff though? Yeah. Totally. And they're just not the her shorter ones are in the spring because they have to wait for the snow at the top. That's kind of the problem in the lower mainland and Vancouver ish area is if you want something that's a peak, you have to wait till later because of the snow, but, right. but you can definitely get a shorter one with Fraser Valley, or you can go down South, check out run guides and see what looks interesting. But I would make it a fun family event. I'm finding that Baker is so stoked at a finish line. Watching the runners come in. And I think there's just a lot of things that like. S- they see at those kind of events that are really exciting. Um, and really inspiring to a tiny little person. So that's that's my suggestion. Question number, number four. four Trish. Yeah, race selection. Is it more fun to find a race that suits your strengths. Or, or way outside of your comfort zone. Can't decide. Help.
0: Oh, it depends what you're god i i mean yeah i actually think about this question sometimes it's um, interesting. It's a good question it's a really good question and it's i like that it's just like a very simple question that like because i think like ego can kind of make people even sometimes subconsciously go towards a race that suits your strengths because like oh that'll be really fun. because like that suits my strengths or whatever or like but if you're trying to it depends like or do you want something that's gonna you know get you better like if you want to train a certain piece of trail or mountain running then you would train to build sorry I'm not explaining this right but if you go for a race that doesn't suit your strengths but like it's a really cool location or like it's a some an area you really want to see and then like with that training because it's outside your comfort zone with that training you're going to be developing your weakest your weakest links anyway
1: yeah I sort of think do both and it depends on what your goals are if you really feel like you want to try and win a race then do one that is your strengths yeah that is your strength. but if you're just wanting an adventure then do one way outside yeah. your comfort zone I actually get like, so buck and hell was my strength. If it's just going to be like very little running and mostly walking uphill as fast as you can. But yeah. I sometimes like, and long, I sometimes like to mix in a runnable 18K and just get my ass whooped because that's fun too. And it pushes yeah. you in different ways and it's just exciting. Yeah. So i say both. I'm going to say both. Yeah, I
0: think you could sign up for both. And then, um, yeah, like if it's outside your comfort zone, then it's going to... Yeah. You're going to be practicing the skills that you wouldn't necessarily practice anyway. And then they're just going to stay your, your, they're just going to stay your weakest skills if you don't have a reason to practice them. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. This is making sense. Okay. My question's for you. <laughs> Are you enjoying Lillooette
0: now? Yeah, I still don't have, like, an answer. Like, it's just there's so much that's been new in the last few months that, like, I think my system was a little bit shocked. And, um, yeah, like, I canceled my Colorado trip and just wanted to be present with my new life and learning lots about living with a boy. And, yeah, I like Lillouette. um We're in a really cool zone, lots of steep shit. um. Yeah, but, like, even now, like, you know, I think both of us are kind of, like, both of us are, like, like we do want to put down roots, but both of us are, like, let's do research here. Let's go live here. Let's do this. And I'm, like, okay, we just, we need to, like, put down roots, and then we can kind of, like, go from there. Um, Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I don't not like it. Yeah. What are your goals with running? Um, God, the same thing that you've been for, like... 10 years like my big ones that i like don't like saying out loud like the sub three joke but i actually have to start training for marathon if i'm gonna do that um and yeah i would like to do nolan's before i die and my running goals for the next few years is just to like i is like to stay not injured i think the dry air is really good on your joints and um, kind of like puts injuries at bay because of the yeah because of the desert air so it's good and and it, apparently heat training's like apparently equivalent to not there's like studies that I didn't know this because I'm ignorant heat trainings like can be equivalent <laughs> to altitude training and Danny loves heat training he just loves it
1: yeah Danny I respect that I love it too it's just so like it's so good for you like terrible and awesome but he says like and then I looked it up and I was
0: like oh there's actually studies that show how it can compare to altitude training he's like yeah I never looked into it before it's
1: interesting isn't
0: it yeah and it'll be interesting to know what like going living here all seasons is like um it'll be nice in the winter when it's not like when it's blue sky every day that'll be nice
1: you know what's weird is I actually start to create it's not weird at all I don't know why I said that but as soon as it's warm for a couple of days I'm so excited for pouring rain and snow and skiing and then as soon as I'm cold I can't wait to just bike in a t-shirt it's not weird grass is always yeah I think
0: it's I think it's human nature
1: sorry I interrupted no you're yeah it's just I like uh it's fun the change is fun the change is fun it's raining now um now that we're talking about the
0: weather is it raining there Oh, so maybe it's like Lillowide, it's always sunny, because my mom, like, doesn't believe me. My mom thinks I live six hours away, and she also thinks that when I was living on the island, I was in Victoria. I just think it's so fucking funny.
1: Her geography skills.
0: Yeah. She's like, I don't really know where you are on a map, and every time she calls, I don't really get, I don't really get where you are on a map, and I was like, maybe look at a map. I'm far away. Maybe she's just not great this
1: directions. give her a break. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like that was a really short episode, but... I know, um... You sound a little bit stressed. Is everything okay? Me? I think it's just because, like,
0: I woke up not too long ago.
1: Still working on your coffee sweats.
0: Well, also, like, my girlfriend Vanessa is, like, concerned. I think we, like, were running around Mont Blanc in three days, which I think is normal because it's not in one day. And so... I was like, which I prefer to do it that way, but I'm like, she's now freaking out. She's like, we have to call the, the, you know, the refugios to make sure that they put aside food for us if we're too late. Cause it's like six fifty seven 57 K a day or whatever that we've booked. And she's now like texting me to be like, we might not have any food. I'm like, we're going to be okay. It's all good. So
1: yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be so fun when you get there. I'm jealous of that. I got a big adventure day tomorrow, at least, but where are you going? Uh, I don't, to- I don't totally know. Um, I'm running with Linda and she oh, has a route for us and I will show up and, uh, follow her around because I don't where know. Where is that. it? Where? It's in Chilliwack somewhere. Okay. Yeah. But, um, the route, I have to put it together. It's sort of in pieces right now. So I don't know the area well enough to get my mind around it. Where do you st- where are you going to start at their house? No,
0: at the side of the highway <laughs>
1: somewhere.
0: Oh, is it part of is it like part of um Okay, anyway, that's interesting. Yeah, that's fun. It'll be
1: it'll be really cool. We had so many plans of places that we wanted to go and then we were going to run in Manning Park and all the, like Andy and Gary are going to camp and hang out with the kids. And we uh Realize that it's Fat Dog, and we were like, "Oops, <laughs> can't do that." Oh shit!
0: Yeah, yeah, it's earlier. Yeah, it's like early this year that the new—I guess the new changed it. I wonder how it'll go. I wonder how it'll go with the new owner. I don't know this guy, but apparently he's
1: great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes as well. I've got a lot of athletes running it, so I'm—I hope by the time this one's oh. out, crashed it. Are they still doing like the multiple distances, like Heather
0: did? Are they? Am I? What? Like, they still have multiple distances
1: and a relay, like the way that Heather had it organized and Peter? You know, I only know that they definitely have the 70 and the 120 I do not know about the relay. They used to have, like,
0: 10 different events all at once over, like, the weekend.
1: Well, That's so long. Well. That's so
0: impressive. It was very impressive, but there was also a lot of issues, obviously. And so, yeah, so Tara's coming to visit again tonight, and Nancy and Alex are also coming tonight, and um I think Alex and Nancy are going to work for my house tomorrow and Tara and I were going to do Mission Ridge which is like not even it's like a route um and so but now Tara's thinking she might not want to do that so I'm kind of open to whatever they want to do I have a bunch of options but it's actually funny because like they're like I'm like this they're like we want an eight-hour adventure and I'm like okay this is this route it's like there's only like one or two people that have done it there's no track like but it ends at my house and they're like I need this structure I need this structure and I'm like I live in a town with a slogan, guaranteed rugged. I live in grizzly country. Like if you want an eight hour adventure, there's going to be unknown.
1: Yeah. I'm like, don't forget your bear spray. Okay. Well, I think that's it. I think we just need to like get on a plane and get going so that we can feel less stressed about how things are going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we sign off and uh, this will come out after the trip. Maybe I'll do a prelude of how the trip went before it comes out. Ooh. Prelude. Fancy. This is Jeff Harrell, host of the Big Ass Runner Trail Running Podcast. I know you just enjoyed an amazing episode of Trail Running Women with Hillary. But maybe you've got more miles to cover. You're not quite done with your training run. Well, we would love for you to take us along for the ride. That's the Big Ass Runner Trail Running Podcast. Our goal is to entertain, and encourage the everyday runner. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot of different segments. We would love to go on your next run with you. Check us out. That's the Big Ass Runner Trail Running Podcast.